Now, I think this is probably a familiar scene to most of us, but imagine it's a group of family or friends that have joined together at your local restaurant. Hmm? And they want to come together for some fellowship, for some food, have a good time together. So they come to the restaurant, they sit at the table, and they wait to have their order taken. And they wait, and they wait. Someone finally comes and takes their order, and now it's time so we can eat. So now they're waiting for their food. And they wait, and they wait. Okay, fine, no big deal. Food finally comes, right? And everyone's enjoying their meal, having a good time. You realize, I already finished that glass of water. I could sure use a refill. And so they wait for a refill. And they wait, and they wait. Sound familiar? And even when it's time to go, okay, all that's fine. We've had a good time. Let's get our check so we can leave. And so they sit there, and they wait for their check. And they wait, and they wait. Ever happened to you? One particular time this happened to a group of people, and, uh, of course, obviously the, the group, they realized how much they had to wait. And for whatever reason, the waitress realized it too. Maybe there was too much stuff going on in the back. There's a lot of people. But she came and she apologized for having, uh, having made the table wait too much. And she apologized and said, I'm so sorry. And one of the ladies at the table said, sweetheart, it's okay. This morning I prayed to God for patience. And today, God gave me you. (laughs) True story, by the way. Funny way to remind us that what we need each day, God provides. What we need today, God provides for. We're not worried about tomorrow because sometimes today is hard enough to get through to have to worry about tomorrow or what's going to happen in a year or a five-year plan. God provides for us, thank God, for today. Hmm? Amen? That's part of the reason why we come here to a place like this and a time like this. So many people come to church with, 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 with things on their hearts and things pressing on them, things they want to have taken care of and ways that they need God to work in their lives. And I've heard countless stories of people coming to church and and hearing a song, maybe an anthem, or singing a song with everyone and finding a sense of peace and comfort that they've needed. And and believe it or not, maybe even through a sermon, they leave, wow, you know, that's what I needed to hear for that day. God provides for today. Amen? I'm also going to suggest to you that while God provides for today, amen, And while we come to celebrate that God provides for us today, amen, God also prepares us for the next day as well. I want to do that by reminding you of two next day stories we have from this first chapter of John. It's another familiar scene to you. I know we just went over it last week. But here John the Baptist is at the river. Baptizing. It's a pretty good day at the office if you're John the, Bapti- John the Baptist, because here comes Jesus. And John the Baptist gets to baptize Jesus. Hmm? That's something you don't tend to forget. Hmm? That's, a, that's a good day at the office. 
So here Jesus is with John, and John baptizes Jesus. And you got to just imagine the range of emotions that's going through John's mind. I can't believe this. And they go through it, and, and through that experience, John learns something about Jesus. And he also learns something about himself, of his place in all of this ministry and what's going on. He learns something about Jesus, and he learns something about himself. Before that, though, you have to remember, or after that, excuse me, that happened one day. Then another day, John had a chance to testify to that experience. Some Pharisees and others asked him, well, what are you doing, and why are you doing this, and who is this guy you're talking about? And John gets to tell him about what he knows about Jesus. And those two days lead us up to the reading that we have today. And if you notice in these passages, John, the writer of the gospel, opens it up that on the next day, John saw Jesus coming again. Now I want you to realize this. Here John is doing what John has been doing, baptizing, being with his own disciples, telling everyone and calling everyone out probably, all this after this whole incident with Jesus. And as he's there the next day, he sees Jesus come again. And, of course, this time it's a little bit different. Ooh, there he is. There is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I told you, that's him. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, there he is. John was an exciting kind of guy, so. Yeah. Yeah. And so here on this day, John gets a chance to testify, to witness maybe, to share his experience with Christ. He gets to share what he knows about who Jesus is with everyone around him. He gets to relive that experience again. So what we realize then, that that whole baptism experience, it was what it was for that day, for, for John and Jesus. But the next day... John gets a chance to share it with everybody else. Now, I know many of us here have maybe similar kinds of experience with the risen Lord. Now, maybe we haven't baptized Jesus or baptized anybody, but we have had experiences with God. And those experiences were what they were for that day. Quite often those experiences happen exactly when you need them, exactly when you're at your wit's end, exactly when you're about to let go of that rope yourself, exactly when you don't think there's any farther you can go, God steps in and you know something about God maybe you didn't know before. And that experience is what it is for that day. But then, friends, comes the next day. You see, if John were to keep all that information to himself, some of the story would be different. And some of us need to realize that those experiences that we've had, those things that we have learned, when the next day comes, we need to share it. We need to tell other people what we know about God. We need to share with other people what God has done for us, to us, and in us, so that God can work through us. You know, with me? 
You see, God gives us what we need for today. But God does that so we can prepare ourselves for tomorrow. See, and that thought is not anything new. It's not anything outside of our natural world. Think about, think about food, which is something I don't do very often. But think about food. What's so funny? Anyway, think about food. You're going through the day. You haven't eaten in hours. You're so hungry, right? Man, where am I going to get to eat? How am I going to do this? I haven't eaten since breakfast. You come all in, so you finally get your chance. Right? Whatever it is, you pick a meal, whatever's enticing to you. You're famished, your energy's low, and you eat that food. When you eat that food, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you intake the calories and everything, something, something happens to you. You have a physiological need that is met at that very moment, right? Your hunger is settled, and you feel relieved, and you are built up. But also what happens, right, is that food gives you energy so you can do whatever comes next, right? Think about sleep. You've heard of that, right? Think about how tired you are some evenings when you come home and you just can't wait to kick off the shoes and jump in the bed. And the first time you close the eyes, it's like, uh, 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 this is what I've been waiting for. And at that very moment, there's that sense of release and refreshment. And as your body goes to sleep and it wakes up in a few hours after it's rested, it's ready for the next day. Friends, God gives us what we need for today and prepares us for the next day. Y'all with me? Now, there's another next day in this story that I want you to think about. Because here John is again, doing what John does. John is there with his disciples when who comes along? Jesus. Oh, there he is again. Ah, the Lamb of the God. God, the, the Lamb of the God. The Lamb of God. See how excited he gets? The one that takes away the sin of the world. Here he is. But then something, I think, powerful happens. There John is with his disciples, and he's going through this spill again, which he's already done at least one other time. And his disciples, John's own disciples, John had disciples, right? John is sort of a teacher himself. He has disciples. And the disciples of John say, huh, I think I'll go follow Jesus. Now, we might, if we're not paying attention, we may think, well, that's pretty mean. You're going to just dump the guy and go off with this other teacher? But you've got to realize that's probably what John is hoping would happen. Remember, John's already learned something about Jesus. John's already learned something about himself. He knows who Jesus is. So to think that his disciples would go and follow Jesus, I guess. And I love that because... John was just doing what John did, what he had already been doing. And it's not till the next, next day in the story that his disciples, maybe it was the way he said it that day. Maybe it was how they woke up in the morning that day. Maybe it was something that was brought to their mind that day. But there was something about that day that when John went, because they had already heard this spill before. 
They had already heard about the Lamb of God. They had already about the, who this Jesus was. They were tired about hearing this baptism thing. Yes, John, we were there. Do you have to tell us again? But on this next day, something went off in their mind. And they followed Jesus. And I know that there are some of us who have been praying. We have been hoping working for, inquiring for, trusting God to do something miraculous. We have been waiting for that family member to come to know God in a new, powerful way. We have been waiting for that relationship to be restored the way we know God wants it to. We have been waiting for that thing. And sometimes it's good to remember that the next day doesn't always happen tomorrow. But our hope is that the next day can come. Just like those disciples had already heard John go on and on and on, that day something clicked. So friends, let me tell you, keep praying. Keep fasting, keep believing, keep trusting, keep faith that that next day will come. Hopefully, maybe, today could be the next day. And we realize something else, something very important about John, which I think we have to make sure is said about us as well. John knew who Jesus was. He knew who he was. He knew what he was doing. And he also knew why he was doing it. And sometimes in our life and the life of the church, I don't think we quite get that. Maybe we have good partial answers and we're okay and it's fine, but there's something that if we don't quite get it totally, we are missing something profound. John said, He said this, verse 31, chapter 1, I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason. Let me translate that. I did what I did for this reason. I am doing what I am doing for this reason. Now put yourself in that sentence. What are you doing in the name of your faith right now? Maybe it's a committee. Maybe it's some type of prayer ministry. Maybe it's something that you have committed yourself to, whatever it is. Put yourself into this sentence. I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. Of course, that loses some of its luster for us, so let me again translate that in another way. I am doing what I am doing so that others will know who he is. That is the only reason I'm out here with the water baptizing people so that they can know who he is. That is the only reason why I wear this every Sunday and prepare things to say so that you and I can know who he is. That's the only reason why they put their time into bringing songs so that all of us could know in some way who he is. So friends, whatever you are doing. Do it so that others would know who he is. God provides for today 
And God prepares us for the next day. And when we commit ourselves to God's work, they will come to know who he is. In Jesus' name.